talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. Oh man, what a bummer. We started this podcast about 20 minutes ago. I started recording the podcast 20 minutes ago, and then we realized that uh, pushing record was not successful. So we're going to do it all again. Mm-hmm. At least we, we, we now know, kind of know what we're going to say, right? Well, I am see. resolving to make sure that we don't go 20 <laughs> minutes again before. <laughs> Speaking of resolve, that is our question. Make them. How do we keep them? And all that jazz. Um, I, I, for one, don't like to make New Year's resolutions in the typical or traditional sense of the word. Um, what about you? Do you like to make them, and, and do you ever actually keep them? I think I'm just afraid of failure. I failed at it so many times that I figure I'll just skip that step. I've done both. I've made them and not made them. I'm, I'm kind of like you. I've kind of moved into that uh, don't make them, or, or I'll just wait till February 1st to make them just to be different, you know, but um, I don't have a problem with people doing them. If, if it really is a... Because uh, some people actually do yeah, make them yeah. and keep them. But I mean, we, we do know that... Uh, <laughs> it's proven statistically, but gym memberships are, are <laughs> at their highest new signees in, in January every year. And I think the people who actually go to the gym actually make fun of those people that, yeah, they'll be gone in two weeks. Um, so it does happen. <laughs> I do not do uh, New Year's resolutions anymore. I, I did them years and years ago. I follow a little bit different practice these days. And it really doesn't have anything to do with the time of year. It's just we typically do them this time of year because there's this natural break. There's this natural change in our culture. And with our calendaring, calendar, cal, our calendars change. Yeah. And uh, because of that, we we typically look at doing changes at this time of, of the year. So for me, I, I began a practice a number of years ago with teenagers as a discipleship model of looking and sitting down and discussing this very topic with them in December and January timeframes. And we would reflect, and we do, we reflect on last December, last January, where were we in our relationship with God and the spiritual journey of life? Because we have to remember that the spiritual journey also, it affects, it rolls over, it intertwines with the physical journey, the emotional journey of life. And so when we look back at the last year, we look at and ask the questions like, where have we come over the last year? What has God done in our heart and our lives? What has God tweaked and changed and brought to the surface? What have I corrected from sin issues? What have I, uh, how have I grown in holiness and purity over the over the last year? And then reflecting as well, and thinking through, well, when we sit down and have the same conversation this time next year, where do I want to be? And where, what do I want God to do in my heart and my life over the next year? How do I want to draw closer to Him? What does that actually look like? What are the tangible ways of being able to do that? You know, one of the resolutions that happens within the church is, you know, over the next year I'm going to read every, every book yeah. in the Bible. That's an awesome, yeah. uh, awesome uh, thing to think through and process. What's the plan? What does that look like? Is it because if there's not a plan in place, then it's just a wish. It's a desire, but it's not really achievable. So I think as we think through resolutions and spiritual growth and all things new, as we look toward the future, the idea and the practicality has to be put in place. What are the writing this down? What are the action steps in order to make this happen? Whether it is the losing weight, reading more books, 
or, or whatever, or I, I want to spend more time with God, I want to pray more, I want to go on a, on a spiritual journey. Well, what does that look like? And how will you even know if you've achieved it? Yeah. Because if we don't even know what the what that actually looks like, I want to lose weight. Okay, well, what does how that much? look like? Yeah. How much? How? By, by when? And is it... it, it how does that ref- affect a lifestyle change? Is it just drop weight and then eat again and gain it back? Or is I'm looking at a lifestyle change? Just the same thing with our spiritual life. I think for a lot of people, the, the resolution itself, it's, it's kind of like that dangling carrot. It's the, it's the hope of change. It's, the, yeah. it's, it's not actually, there's not actually a, a deep down resolve, resolution commitment to making the change, but it's that dangling carrot of there is something else out there. It's a glimmer of hope kind of thing. And I think a lot of people just live from, the glimmer of hope to the glimmer of hope, but not actually doing the hard work of making that, that deeper, um, you know, cause every, every resolution is rooted in some type of unsatisfaction. I mean, you're here where you are because of what you have done, where you have done it. I mean, we got where we are because of us. I mean, honestly, so, but, but, but then there's this like, okay, I can, I can change. And like, you're right. What percentage do you How? think, uh, of resolutions are kept uh, after low. thirty days. What, what if you had to guess? You know, I, that, there's probably all kinds of numbers out there. A Forbes article from 2018 uh, says that less than 25 percent of New Year's resolutions are actually kept for 30 days, with, or for, mm-hmm. for the first 30 days, and only eight percent are actually completed. That's, that's about what I would have guessed. I, yeah. I would have actually thought the number would have been lower up to the first 30, but the, the Five yeah. to eight percent. That's kind of what I was yeah. thinking long term. And you kind you kind of hit on it, but let's let's kind of dive into this a little bit more. Why do resolutions fail? Well, because we don't have a plan, we just have an idea, and because we don't have accountability. Absolutely, I was just thinking about that. The uh, because we even verbalize it, we'll say out loud, "These are my three goals." But when we say them out loud, it's more of a verbalization. It's just to say that we mm-hmm. said it, just to say that I've got a resolution, but where is the accountability? And just from practical too, your schedule's your schedule. So here we are the day before New Year's, but look back over the last year, have you been busy? I mean, this year's been different, but so part of the resolution may be not only what am I going to add, but what am I going to take away? I mean, yeah. I, I've got to resolve to do things differently this year. So what am I going to cut out of my life? Bob Goff made yeah. a statement one time, and maybe he wrote it or I heard it. In we love Bob. He's a big fan of ours. Yeah, our, he is. Hey, Bob Goff, Bob Goff, Thanks shout out, buddy. Today. Love yeah. does, love does. <laughs> hey, uh, I called you on your cell phone the other day, but I left a message. Um, no, those who know Bob Goff's Great demo, they'll, they'll know that. Yeah. Uh, but he said, I quit something every week. That's good. That That's is really, really good. good. And what he was saying was, so good. life is so busy that he cannot add anything else unless he takes something away. And so he quits something every week, you, you know which what? is fantastic. I, I don't want to give somebody a resolution this year, but if you could look at this next year going, what is the fat I can trim this next year? Man, that would... that. What are you saying? Well, literally <laughs> and figuratively, but I was more thinking figuratively there. But not only the, the figurative, the fat, but also the things that are not healthy, that it's not mm-hmm. good. Right. What is the Coke? What, what was that? <laughs> Coca-Cola. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, By so, the way, they're sponsors of ours, so let's... No, <laughs> I, honestly, that has been part of my journey and story over the last three or four years, is learning how to take things away. And honestly, that's been th- one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Yep. It is extremely difficult because of of my wiring. 
I, I'm one of these people that's wired to, I, I want to demonstrate the universal reign of God through Jesus Christ and all I say and all and, and proclaim and all that I say and all that I do. And I'll, I feel like I need to constantly be doing more and more and more mm. to be able to impact the world for Jesus. And yet physically I'm getting to an age where I'm starting to have to slow down and not be able to go with the same energy that I used to. And that's been crushing in a lot of ways. And so what because we can cut out good things. Right. Mm-hmm. But good they're things. not the God things. They're not that's the right. great things of God. What are the good things that need to be cut in our life? And for me that's been the the challenge. Because you have no opportunity for any kind of change or any kind of resolution if you're if you're slam packed. There's just adding there's one more no thing. Way. It's impossible. It, it, you can make the resolution and give yourself that fake hope thing out there, but I mean this is the facts. Like you so a possible resolution, and by the way, I, I would prefer to change resolution to goal. So instead of making resolutions, set goals. You, you mentioned that earlier, that the, it's the a only different thing, mindset. I, I, I agree. Resolve to set goals. Yeah, you know, because well, yeah. I see goal, and, and I've read the goal books, and I do believe distinctly. I, I see goals as a part of resolution. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Because resolve to me is... We don't use it this way, but I think we should use it as it's a deeper, it's a digging down. It's a so, for instance, if somebody wants to lose weight, set the goal of losing weight. Set this is how much I want to lose, and and here's my steps to get there. But then recognize that the resolve is the deeper part of it. I actually set my resolutions based on uh, old hymns. Like this year, mm-hmm. I've resolved to no longer linger. Oh, we'll count your blessings. I will count my blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That was way in left field. Sorry, you're you. The dang it! What was I saying? I have no idea. Oh, all right, that was you, like I, don't, I, that resolve, was a squirrel I resolve, messed us all up. Resolved to chase more squirrels as your rabbits, squirrels. Rabbits. All right. Well, so so what are the ten most popular New Year's resolutions in 2019? What do you think they were? Lose weight. Lose weight is number one. I heard that there was this report on Forbes. From there is a report. I happen to have Make that. Money. Wow. 2019. Make more money. Wow. Was it 19? It was, this, this was an article written in uh, December 19th of 2019. Um, number one, lose weight. Number two, improve your finances. So make money. I've got an idea. Number Pay th- me to lose weight. <laughs> Knock out the first two. <laughs> I will improve my chances by Every 10 fat. pounds you lose, I don't you know, know who, actually, who would there give is, you the I don't but there who, is. There is an app that comp- does that. Okay, so it's just, like, I don't know how it works. I think it's like a gambling app, basically. They're betting that you're not going to stay on track. Do you know right. what I'm talking about? No, but... There really is this deal. Until you pay into it. You and, pay into okay, it. Wow. And then somehow, if you Man. if you lose the weight, they pay you, I don't know, something. Okay. Uh, so exercise is number three. Get a new job. Number four. Yeah, I've always wanted to say that. You can take this job and shove it. I ain't working. That that just seems like everybody in life should be able to say that one time. Uh, Eat healthier is number five. Manage stress better. Six, stop smoking. Uh, Number seven, eight, improve a relationship. Nine, stop procrastinating. And then lastly, set aside time for yourself. Mm. All of these things are probably on the list for most people uh, with very few exceptions. And isn't it funny how we, we, we make these lists of resolutions and we add all of these on there? Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you going to do this? I'm going to, I've resolved to reduce stress and I'm going to stop smoking and I'm going to go on a diet. Do you see the conflict here? Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like the, the perfect storm 
for failure. Yeah, I'm going to reduce stress, and I'm going to add 10 more things to do this year. Exactly. Great idea. Exactly. So how many would you say a person should resolve? Uh, My opinion? Yes. One. Just one. I w- and, uh, the question I would ask would be, what one thing, if I carried carried it out this next year would change my life the most. That is a great... Because I think it's going to feed a lot of other things. I mean, I think if you get that one under control, it might actually start helping a lot of these other areas as well. So would you choose something that is like a big one, or would you choose something that's an easy win? I would ask the question, what what one thing? And it, it, it that could be big or small, but I, I would I really ask, what what is it that's been gnawing at me? What one thing... If I actually followed through and this happened, this happened, you know, maybe it's a big dream. Maybe it's a, you know, read more. I mean, I don't know, but, and I think that's praying, you know, what, what is this one thing that has been maybe eating me alive for so long? Maybe it's health, you know, whatever it is, but if I got this right, it would change a lot of stuff for me. I think one's enough to focus on. I, I don't know if I could give a specific number. I'm not disagreeing with the one. I, I do think it's circumstantial, one, two, or three. I don't, I don't, three probably being the absolute max. But my thought process is is also tweaked a little in that I, I think we, we have to preface, or we should preface this through a God-centric perspective. Because it's very easy, based on the list that you described, to take all of these to God or take none of them to God or take some of them to God. And I think God has to be in the center of all of these decisions. So as a Christ follower, any of those things on that particular list or anything else that we add, I think has to be God-centric. And here's my thought behind it, because I think it's an imperative. If, If I simply desire for myself to stop doing something or stop eating something because I know that it's not healthy for me and it's it's detrimental to my health, eh, I may choose to do it. I may not choose to do it based on what, what I'm wanting to accomplish. But if I go to the doctor and the doctor says, if you do not stop doing this, it will kill you. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, there's a different priority level Urgency for most folks exactly in our hearts. And suddenly, the exact same thing I was wanting to do yeah. now comes with a little bit different authority mm-hmm. and suddenly the 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 desire for it and the pursuit of it is an elevated level and i'm not saying we we do things because you know god says it's going to kill us or we're going to you know it's a bad thing but I, I think there's this sense of 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 urgency this this sense of authority if we're taking these same requests these same ideas to the throne and asking God, because if, if we feel in our hearts that God is saying, this is best for you, this is better, mm-hmm. internally, in, at least in our spirit, yeah. that that right there is a firmer foundation to be able to walk through. I think um, I think you're yes. hitting on something that I think is a very good question. Like, what is my motivation to do this change? Yes. Because yes. if that motivation isn't incredibly grounded, it's not going to happen. And if it is the doctor saying that, well, now you, maybe it's fear, but maybe it's just, I got to get, I have to get this right. So you're, you're strongly motivated now, but if somebody doesn't have the doctor word, but yet they want to make this change in their life, they've still got to have that. They've got to have that why that deep down 
in their gut why. If you don't have that why, you're not going to stick to it. You're just not. Well, marketers will tell you that people are more motivated by fear than they are mm-hmm. by um, the positive of getting gaining something. And I don't know what it is about a human, the human psyche that makes that possible, but if you tell them you need to exercise because it'll make you feel better as opposed to you need to exercise because if you don't, you're going to die tomorrow. The die tomorrow is a much greater um, mm-hmm. uh, motivator to, to do what, what you need to do. And that's, I guess, part of the reason why so many things on TV when it comes to news and when it comes to marketing is about the negative. Keep this from happening. In order to keep it from happening, right. this is what you do. Um, so I don't know how that plays into the, uh, to the resolutions. Maybe making a list of the why. Because, you know, motivation does make a lot of difference. If I, I can say this is what I want to do, but unless I have a strong enough reason to do it, right. a convincing reason to do it, I'm not going to do it. Right. So because I guess ultimately a resolution is about a choice. I'm going to choose to do something differently. I'm not going to eat the box of donuts. Right. I'm, I might eat one, but I'm not going to eat the box. Why? Because if I eat the box, it's going to make me continue to feel And most of the way. resolutions are slow burns as well. Like, they're not yeah. immediate results. So most everything we named there was a, a, a process. So, I mean, it doesn't happen overnight. But that's the thing with habits. Yeah. You know, the, the habit, statistically, the habit takes 30 to 45 days to develop to where it becomes habitual, but you can break a habit within three days, uh, right. being, being uh, starting a new resolution. Sure. Now, the, the habit of an addiction, you're not going to break in three days, but that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Just the, It's going to take 45 days yeah. to get the body used to doing whatever the new resolution mm-hmm. is. If I don't keep that going for 30, 45 days, after two or three days, it's gone. Have you ever thought about how, um, it's a strong word, but how idolatrous food is in our culture? Oh, absolutely. I mean, think of all of the ills that we deal with. How many of them are centered around (laughs) food? Most. A lot. I don't know most. I'm not a doctor, but a lot. Which just just dawned on me, too, that uh, I think it's one of one of the letters of the Corinthians talks about. Um, doesn't one of the Corinthians talk about food and and uh, the cravings of the stomach? I'd have to go look it up, but I, I, I think don't know so. If you're talking about the body is the temple passage, yeah. but 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 if you look at this list of resolutions, the number of them that deal specifically with health or physical health or losing or food, weight, yeah, yeah. has a lot. Of um, so our bodies are a real a real battleground for people. You know, for all of us, I know for me it would be for for you as well. But I, I do agree. Once again, though, going back to the but, but okay, I want to lose weight or I want to be healthy. Why? Why do you want to be healthy? I mean, because it sounds really good until you're sitting in front of a plate of cupcakes again. You know, okay. don't meddle. Don't meddle. Well, yeah. How many people have said on on Saturday I'll start the diet on Monday. I mean that's it's <laughs> yeah. like every week, you know. So Well, that's what we do with the holidays. I'll start my right. I, I'll start my diet after the holidays. Right. Okay, great idea. Let's gain 5 pounds yeah. then start a diet. Oh, by the way, there's Super Bowl party in like 3 weeks, Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Oh, and then there's Valentine's Day and, you know. So, anyway. And if you love them, you will yes. feed them well. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that motivation's so key. Like why? Why? Why do you want to do this? Because that why's got to be strong. I mean, yeah. But 
So if we were, and I happen to agree with you, I, actually both of you, I think one resolution is should be the primary resolution, but I think that three yeah. is the max. And chances are all three of those are net, because you say, what would change my life the most? Well, if I just change my eating, but I don't add some exercise, then that that's right. that's kind of a little out of balance. If I, if I uh, change my eating, but I don't uh, stop procrastinating, then I've kind of, you know, messed right. myself up. So, so maybe, maybe one to three resolutions. And I don't know if I mentioned this in this podcast or the one that we didn't record, uh, but don't wait until January 1st to start it. Yeah. Of course, we're dropping yeah. this on yeah. New Year's Eve, so yeah. I guess that's but. a moot point. Or wait a little bit. <laughs> or just, if you fall off the wagon yeah. on January 6th. Start again. Start on January 7th yeah. I mean, or 8th or whatever. Just pick it back up. So yeah. I would say write them down because we talked about this a minute ago. The reason most resolutions fail is because they're aspirational goals. They're not mm-hmm. uh, actually goals that we or, or resolutions that, that we say this is what I want to do this is how I'm going to do it and this is who's going to hold me accountable but you put those three things in, in play and you've got a real chance of success so write them down so you can see them yeah and actually remember what they were how many times has somebody said what was your resolution mm. uh I don't remember mm. I mean literally if I if I had a goal that I needed to to put as mm. important enough to make a resolution I would write it down, and I would stick it somewhere where I would see it literally every single day. Bathroom mirror on a sticky note. Yeah, on your on your uh, steering wheel, yeah. on your desk, wherever. Yeah. Oh, bathroom mirror is a great place. Yeah. That's wherever. a yeah. Write it down, and then actually say, okay, instead of I'm going to lose weight, you can't do that. How do you know if you've won? Right. I'm going to lose ten pounds. Great. Get even more specific. I'm going to lose ten pounds, and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to one, two, three, whatever. I wouldn't make it so detailed that it's impossible to follow, right. but you at least need a, a track that you can drive on. Right. And then the next step, find somebody who will hold you accountable. Hey, this is my resolution. I want to lose 10 pounds by April. And the way I'm going to do that is by cutting out the Cokes. And, and you know what? This, if you simply cut out sodas That's... and most sugar, I'm not going to say all sugar because that's yeah. most people. That's that's probably setting up to failure. But yeah, most sugar over and over. Yeah, you know, you're probably going to automatically lose weight. Drink more water. Yeah, yeah, drink more water. Yeah. Um, and then you tell your your accountability person, "Hey, help me, without making me feel judged." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't need the Holy Spirit yeah. from you, but I do need somebody to to ask me, "How are you doing? How can I?" You know. That that that's a pretty good recipe for success. Yeah, I I would add to that. Like, I don't I don't want to get into the psycho babble of this, but um, but I will. But <laughs> but no, because I'm I'm really not that yeah. qualified on this. But um, the the goal of uh, want to lose weight, it, it's actually that is the goal. The resolve, the deeper part, I think, is I want to feel better about myself. I mean, I think it's really, it, it, sometimes it's zoning in on that. Like, I, I'm not happy with who I am. I mean, but you have to admit that to yourself. Like, I'm just not happy with this person. And then you look at, I want to be happy. I, I want, I know that this is going to, and I know there's a sermon in that, that that's not necessarily going to make you happy. But but that is the drive. Like, this this health is 
anyway, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but there's something deeper than the steps are there, but then keep the drive there as well. I'm, I'm doing this for the purpose of being pleased in myself. It's going to change me. That goes back to our motivation conversation yeah. then, that you have to have the motivation to keep going. Right. I have seen over the year in my own life, but I've seen it in other people too, the goal maybe was to lose weight, but then you see after the weight is lost, it didn't just change their body, it changed their person. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So it's like there's a new human being in there, and so I don't know. There's that motivation there. I would say the biggest, uh, the biggest life change a person can make is to choose to become physically healthy. Because if you have physical health, you are going to be a long way towards mental health. Mm. Um, and I would even say towards improving spiritual health because it's all connected. That's, not, mind, that's not a guarantee, but I would say the physical health of a person is probably the greatest, maybe the most pressing real struggle that a person has. If you think about it, Jesus really dealt with the physical first in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, he dealt with the physical so that he could get then to the, the spiritual and the emotional as well. Um, so anyway, it's like another whole podcast. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Sermon, podcast, whatever. Well, good deal. So have you made a, or thought about a resolution for 2021? I honestly haven't. I just haven't gotten to that point yet. A little bit. Yeah. I've thought about a few things. So resolution, no, but asking God, where I've been and where I, where he wants me, absolutely. But for me, honestly, just being transparent, I, I try to have that be part of my lifestyle. Yeah. And, and so and it's it really not necessarily. But from a teaching perspective with the teenagers, that is part of our conversation is is looking back at, at, the, at the last year and looking toward the new year and direction for uh, from God's perspective, absolutely. Well, any final words? What are you going to trim this year? What are you going to trim? Got to cut something to cut add something. Cut the crud. Cut the crud. So if I got a bunch of fast food gift cards... Give them away. I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my list. <laughs> I'll buy them for half price. How about that? that <laughs> I don't know. I don't can mean, I sell them a good for seven fifty? You can still get unsweet tea. You can still get... Some things. You know what? That actually is a great uh, a great comment because when you go, it seems that that my biggest weakness with sodas because I don't drink a whole lot of sodas, mm. but when I go to a fast food place, if it's included in the combo, I usually get it. Yeah. But getting an unsweet tea would be a great alternative. I know y'all make fun it's of me. It's just not as good as that peppermint I, chocolate chip really milkshake. Not. Not. It's You're right. And CFA sometimes right you now. need a Coke. Yeah. With a, a sandwich. I was or, thinking more of the milkshake, but there we go. Well, <laughs> That's my weakness. All, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> How is it, Whataburger? Did we help? I, I've got a Whataburger. Hey, speaking of Whataburger, right me. Uh, Joshua may have changed my opinion a little bit. We we got um, some Whataburger, and uh, I bought a, what was it, a, a Mushroom Swiss. Yeah, that's a good burger. And it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. It was Try the chili good. hatch one or whatever. That's pretty good, too. The, yeah, I'm usually not a Whataburger fan, but I was. Just saying. He said, Stead, it's about what you choose. It's all about in choice <laughs> selection. Thank you, son. Yes. Appreciate it. All, all right. right. Well, 
You guys have Happy a new great year, new year. Enjoy it. And uh, we will see you on the flip side. Thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. You want to know more? Check us out at www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.